What's up, what's up, incredible, loved, and valued people. I am so thankful for you, and I'm so honored that today you would tune in to the Have You Heard podcast. I am your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and this is such a fun episode because it is the grand finale leading into our month-long summer break in the month of July, and I figured what better way to go out into the summer than bring on my stellar husband and talk about post-grad and all the things that we're learning in it, all the things that come with it, and hopefully bring great encouragement to you. So friends, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Hey, welcome. How sad. It's the last episode. I know. Of the season five. I know. But I'm already excited for season six. Y'all, I'm so excited. We have such a solid lineup for the fall. We've been prepping because it's also going to be my maternity leave. So we've been in just deep prep mode and in so much prayer over this next season that's coming in Mm -hmm. August and on. And I cannot wait to share it with y'all. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah. And I think it's fun that we're talking about Mm -hmm. post-grad because A, graduation is coming out into June. So graduation was just like a month or two ago uh, for most people and they're either kind of right a month into being in post-grad season or they just graduated high school and they're going into college Mm -hmm. and they only got like a month left or they only got like a couple weeks left until they actually have to head on and go to this new exciting time but also a little bit nerve-wracking so yeah Mm. and even if you're tuning in and you're just finished your junior year of high school and you're about to step into senior year i remember that that even transition was hard because Mm -hmm. there's so many news and a lot of unknowns so i feel like there's going to be a lot of encouragement for you too those of you in that season but i i did a q a on instagram just wanting to before we get into this come on emma this is your podcast you know how this works i'm just so excited about this conversation what made you smile today what made me smile today? Oh, I know, I know. I've actually been waiting for an opportunity to share this. So, guys, Josh has been making me lattes every morning. And I kid you not, they are better than any latte I've ever ordered at a restaurant. I look forward to them every single morning. And I truly, like, find so much joy in just the 20 minutes of sitting and being in the word and drinking my cup of coffee Mm -hmm. they're so good and every morning sometimes he's like okay the art was just a flunk this morning but then other mornings he's like babe look at this (laughs) so i've enjoyed seeing the art progression every morning too (laughs) at at, at all the art is not good but uh yeah it's fun it's yeah that definitely made me smile this morning made me smile was um remington remy our dog Oh, poor guy God. right now poor he has like fella. a little infection and he has he got to a wear bug bite. he has to wear the cone of shame um if anybody knows that what i'm talking about from up but the cone of shame and oh he's so sad he does not know what to do like whenever the cone is on him like he just literally just stands there mm-hmm. and yesterday i guess this made me not smile yesterday but it's still the it's same thing okay. Yesterday, Emma's like, he he won't move. Like, he won't move at all. He's literally just stand, standing there, just 
looking out, so out, out the door. And um, so Emma has to leave and I come home and he's literally just like stuck on the stairs because his cone is like trapped in a corner. And it was so sad, but it also made me smile because he's so cute. And so oh, he's so he's, cute. He's on the struggle bus right now, but uh, he's doing he's going to he's going to do good. Yeah, we're trying to find pockets to relieve the stress of the cone in any way. So I'm like, okay, on my to-do list today, me and Remy are going to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And anytime we're able to be with him and watch him, the cone's coming off so that he's, oh, he can have some cone. moments of relief. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's been... <laughs> It's been tough. It's been, been yeah. Oh, but he is so cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I, I think this is honestly, it makes me smile talking about what is something that made us smile because we didn't even really plan to talk about this. But I think whenever it comes to post grad and Mm -hmm. stepping into a new season, a totally different rhythm, sometimes. It can be overwhelming because it isn't what you thought it was going to look like. And sometimes it not looking the way you thought it was is it's a little mundane. Like you're in a day to day rhythm of something new and unfamiliar, but it's not what you thought it would be like. And so it's maybe hard to remember to smile. It may be hard to find joy in your everyday moments because you're so overwhelmed with the reality that it's not what you thought it was going to be. So I also just hope that this simple conversation helps you see that like, oh, there is something that I can smile about today. Like there are things to be grateful for, even Mm -hmm. in the midst of this difficult day, even in the midst of a mundane routine that I wasn't Mm -hmm. planning for. Sit down and pull out your journal And if it's hard to think of things, ask the Lord to show you, God, what are things that I have reasons to smile for? And even get down to the nitty gritty of, I have a heart that is beating. I have breath in my lungs. The Mm -hmm. sun is out today. I was able to eat breakfast. Like, I mean, get really simple because I think gratitude fuels joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would even say that in the, especially in the transitional seasons of something to hold on to maybe maybe you just moved away far away from family and you're like i know no one in this town and the only thing i know is my cereal bowl that i always <laughs> have in the morning i don't know it's really weird but that's fine <laughs> like no, that that's sometimes so happens yeah but it's like it just happens sometimes that it, you're transitioning to the season but to be to be able to find joy in the small mundane things it's very powerful it's it really very, very is powerful. I mean, I even had, you said it was silly. I had a moment like that when Josh and I, we're now a year into post-grad, but when we were just a month into post-grad, we went to college in Virginia, we moved to Arkansas. So we moved 15 hours away from where all of our college town, college people were. And so everything was new. We had a new address. We had a new community. We had a new rhythm in our Mm day-to-day. And yet I woke up one morning in the midst of all of that new And I made myself a pot of oatmeal. And I had done that countless times. And I just sat there in it for a little bit. And I was like, wow, this is one thing that hasn't changed in the Mm -hmm. midst of so many things that are. And to find, like, I was like, wow, I'm just really encouraged that there are some things that are just steady Mm -hmm. whenever everything else feels like it's unsteady. Yeah. Yeah. It really is finding those those sweet little things. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, As I was saying earlier, I really wanted this episode to be something where we can personally encourage you where you're at. And 
I think it's really cool because I was asking for those of you who are about to step into postgrad, what are you scared of? For those of you who are, are in postgrad, what has surprised you? What questions do you have? And what's so cool to me and beautiful is that everything that y'all sent in, we have felt. Mm-hmm. Every single question y'all sent feeling. in, we yeah. have wrestled with, are mm-hmm. wrestling with in some way still. And we're mm-hmm. a year in. And so one thing that did come in was like, gosh, I feel lonely. And so mm-hmm. I really hope that through today's episode, you know that there may be times you feel alone, but just through hearing us talk about postgrad, mm-hmm. know that you aren't alone. Mm-hmm. There are at least two people <laughs> in Arkansas who feel what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And there are hundreds of other people who sent in questions and wrestles and fears um, that you may not personally know, but they're all feeling it too. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone. Yeah. And one of the questions that came in that I thought was really good was, how do I move forward each day when I'm still not fully sure what my next step is? Mm-hmm. So I thought was such a relatable question because whenever you're stepping out of college, college almost provides this stability in a way. School in itself does because... Mm-hmm. You have your class schedule. You have your routine of preparing for exams. And there's just that built-in rhythm. And the moment that you step out of college, it's like, whoa, this is a totally new rhythm. And I even may have planned that it would look a certain way, Mm -hmm. but it's not looking exactly how I planned. How do I just go into each day not knowing what each day is going to hold? Yeah. Now, a couple weeks ago, we got asked... How do you combat boredom? And I said, why combat it? Like, be mm-hmm. in the presence of it. I think that's beautiful. I think being able to have rest and there's beauty in boredom. Um, I think even now, how do I, how do I, how do I go about my every day with not knowing my next steps? How exciting. Like, how exciting that you don't know what tomorrow has to offer. I love that That you don't know what, what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, and that's not a mindset of laziness. That's not a mindset of I'm not planning or I'm not looking or I don't have goals or I don't have I'm not searching for what if it's if it's a job. Like I don't have a job lined up. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Well, that's fine. How beautiful is it? What what is God doing in the now preparing you for the tomorrow or preparing you for the now? Like sometimes you are prepared for the season in the season. So in that same way, Mm -hmm. if, if you don't know what tomorrow brings, that's okay. You're not behind. You're not you're not lazy. You're not whatever, but have that tomorrow mindset while being present in today. That's really encouraging. I mean, I I was encouraged in that reality this morning. <laughs> I was spending time in the word. I was in Psalm fifty seven and David says, Lord, you will fulfill your plans for my life. And I literally walked outside while we were playing fetch with Remy and I was like, <laughs> Josh I am so encouraged because as we have been praying and dreaming over our family, over the ministry, over ways that we want to reach people and pour into you guys more, there are so many things that I don't know. There are so many things that I I just 
am I feel out of the loop on sometimes. And it's like I desire to know my next 10 steps. Mm-hmm. But God in his faithfulness and sovereignty shows me just the next step for today. Mm-hmm. And it requires so much faith to be mm-hmm. okay with that next step. knowing that he knows the next 100 and he's faithful to let you know what those are going to be when you're supposed to know them. And so I want to pass along what I was encouraged in with you today, that God is faithful to fulfill his plans for your life. And Mm -hmm. him fulfilling his plans for your life is not determined on you knowing every single step for your life today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's determined on him and Mm -hmm. his faithfulness and your job is to continue to walk by faith and like josh Mm -hmm. said that doesn't mean sitting on your hands and just waiting for things to happen there is a beautiful active participation of seeking the lord like and just making the most of every day and being faithful as you walk with him and planning is a beautiful thing but i i found a lot of comfort in that that like you know, it's okay that I don't know it all. God's faithful to fulfill his plans for my mm-hmm. life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really good. That's really good. Yeah. Um. Okay, this I thought was so fitting for us to <laughs> talk about because um, something that came in repetitively was all about community, all yeah. about friendships. And one thing in particular that I think a lot of us are navigating is how do you stay in touch with friends who are no longer close to you. And Josh and I resonated with that Mm -hmm. so deeply because we, as I said, went from being in our college town in Virginia to moving to Arkansas and none of our college friends moved to Arkansas with no. us. I mean, we have we have friends all over. We have friends in Florida and Tennessee and New Mexico and the Carolinas and Virginia, everywhere. Seriously, Alabama, like a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, every state, we, we have someone there. And so it is, it is really sweet. And zero of them live in Arkansas. And so it is a different, from our college, from our college friends, it is a different aspect and a different area of friendship. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's our friendship is dying. It does mean that it's shifted. It does yeah. take a lot more intentionality. I don't I don't see my friends as I'm walking to class or as I'm, I'm like, hey, it's late at night. Let's just go hang out in the dorm or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see them as much. But yeah. there is still an intentionality, the same intentionality that I had then of reaching out. Hey, let's go hang out. It may just be a FaceTime. Or it may be planning a, a summer vacation with some friends to kind of catch up and see each other. I know that we've taken a couple trips to Nashville and did some Friendsgiving still because that was a big that was a big tradition um, in our friend group that we wanted to continue to have that. So that's what we did. Yeah. And it was really sweet. It, it, it is. It is. It takes a lot of intentionality. And you know what? I'm not the best at it. I'm sure you could call up half my friends and say like, yeah. And it doesn't reach out enough or it doesn't do this. and But it is a trying. Mm-hmm. And it's something that it's not that you're going to arrive. I'm being the perfect amount of intentional. Uh, intentional. Yeah. <laughs> intentional. Yeah. Um, but it is a it is a beautiful continuing to pour into it. And in the same way of like, all right, I'm an intentional friend if I'm sitting right next to you. Or I'm an intentional friend across the, across the country. I want to be made sure that you know I'm thinking of you. I care about you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how you're doing, how your family is doing, all this different stuff. So it really just does come back down to am I going to spend time caring for those same friends um, that I, I want to stay in touch, but it does look different. 
Yeah, I love the word intentional that you used because I think that hits the nail on the head that it does take intentionality. And I know something that I've grown in and have noticed in myself of like, oh, wow, this is an area I could improve on regarding being intentional with my friends. And that is making the most of those five minutes that you're driving to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. making the most of maybe the 10 minutes that you're prepping supper and you're just hanging out in the kitchen. Like, I think sometimes if we get in a really rigid planning mode, I mean, Mm -hmm. to plan out your day, to have a schedule is not bad. But if we get really rigid with it, it's almost like if I haven't scheduled a call with my friend or if I haven't planned to text my friend today, it's not going to happen. And I think when we do that, we miss out opportunities to be intentional Mm -hmm. through spontaneity. And Mm -hmm. they may not answer the phone in those five minutes that you have to talk, but leave a voicemail and say, hey, I was thinking about you. I mm-hmm. love you and I just want you to know that I miss you and yeah. this is what I'm praying over you today. Yeah. Like those things go so far and so I love how you're saying like yeah it may look different it may not look like going mm-hmm. and hanging out in the dorm but that same feeling of mm-hmm. loved and intentionality to deepen mm-hmm. a friendship can show up through a FaceTime through mm-hmm. a call through making the most of what you yeah. have. And I would even another thing. It's like if I was if I was in college and something big was happening, mm-hmm. the first some of the first people I'd tell would be my friends. Yeah, in college. And just because we're away from each other doesn't mean that doesn't happen. Right. So like whenever we found out we were pregnant, like of course we had our sweet time together and we told our family. But before we told everybody and posted it all over social media so that everybody can know. We told our, our close friends, mm-hmm. and we t- we called them, we FaceTimed them, we surprised them in that their own way, um, or you even flew out to Nashville for a little bit. Yeah. And so it's things like that that it's like you're still getting to share those big moments. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a job promotion, if it's buying a house or something, whatever it may be, or maybe you got a dog. I remember that was a big deal for us. Like if you got a dog. And you get to celebrate that with your friends. You're yeah. still celebrating life and doing life with them in those big moments and finding the small, minute times of driving to work or driving from work and just talking about your day, how, hearing how you're doing, all this different stuff, and making the time in those time and making the time in those days. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when it comes to community in a new place. Be patient. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it can be really easy to step into a new environment and your most recent memory of friendships are your best friends from college. Mm -hmm. It can be easy to step into a new space and expect best friends right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And that very well could happen. I mean, I've experienced that where I connect with people really quick. But then other times it takes time. And so I just want to encourage you, like, lean in, be patient, but have have a mentality of like, you know, it's day by day. It's conversation Mm -hmm. by conversation. It's okay if not everybody is my best friend, but I'm going to make the most of investing into people and seeking out godly friendships. And I'm going to be intentional to pray about it. Um, And I think a great, I've talked about this before, but a great place to find godly people is getting plugged into your local church. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's literally the hot spot for godly community. Um, So, yeah, for sure. That's been really sweet, too, because we we moved back to Arkansas. So we both lived in Arkansas, moved to Virginia for school, Mm -hmm. then both moved back to Arkansas. And even though we grew up here, 
it was still difficult and new and it took intentionality to find community here. Yeah. And it has been really sweet being a part of small groups, Mm -hmm. going out and finding guys that, for me, I love playing golf. So, like, going and finding guys that love playing golf. Yeah. And um, kind of building those relationships up. And not it's not forcing it. It's not like we have to be best friends because I had this best friend in college and we told each other everything. It's like, remember, like... Your best friend in college was not your best friend the next day. Like, it took time. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take time here, just in the same amount. And so we, we've been here a year, and it's been really sweet for those um, friendships to really mature into it themselves um, and kind of naturally go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Community is so important, and um, it makes sense that it can sometimes be overwhelming whenever you want to know people really bad, but you don't know anybody yet. Mm-hmm. So just remember to be patient and remember that the investment, sometimes the initiating is mm-hmm. worth it. I've shared this on here too, but one of my favorite quotes ever from Winnie the Pooh is that there people are not always going to come to your corner of the forest. Sometimes you have to get up and go to their corner of the forest to find community. And so <laughs> if it takes you getting just a, the boldness to initiate a conversation or invite somebody and have them over for supper, host, mm-hmm. host an evening where you're just saying, Hey, I'd like, we're going to grill burgers and y'all are so welcome to come or, Hey, yeah. I'd love to meet you for coffee. Or I like, we have farmer's markets on Saturday mornings. There's some girls that you've, that you've encountered and you're like, it would be fun just to hang out. Like say, Hey, I'm going to be at the farmer's market on Saturday. Yeah. Y'all could come. We could get bagels and buy flowers. I'd love to hang yeah. out. And, Nobody may show up or 10 may show up, but the initiation, I promise you, people on the other side of that invite will feel so loved and I bet they were waiting for somebody to invite Mm -hmm. them. So that's just really, really powerful. Um, I also, this was very relatable too. So something that a lot of y'all talked about was whenever we step out of college and into post-grad, it's almost like we have this hyper awareness of the fact that everybody's in different phases of life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because school in and of itself is kind of like a common denominator. So you may have like me and Josh were married in college. So you may have married friends, people who are dating, people who have jobs, people who don't people who are living on campus, people who are living off, but you don't really take note of it mm. as greatly because you're all in college, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, usually only four years apart from the nearest person, which isn't that much. Yeah. Right. And the, the end of in the end of it. But Yeah. And then whenever you graduate, it's like you just become hyper aware of, oh, I'm not where they are. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, I really think comparison can become a big spiral. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think with that, I I hate I hate the kind of mentality, or I guess I don't know, the expectation that are put on people. Uh, like you're supposed to get college, then you're supposed mm-hmm. to know your career and go and go straight to your career that you want to do. Then you're supposed to get married, and after you get married, then you're supposed to have kids, and then after you have kids, then you're you you're, you're, you should bring your kids to a home, so you should get a home and all this different stuff. It's like. Or why aren't you driving that car? Or why don't you have two cars? Or why don't you have five cars? Like all this different stuff. And so like why don't you go on those vacations? Like so it's always a you can never have enough. Mm-hmm. And so 
you're you're exactly right. There is a common denominator. You're all collectively going through the same struggles of school. Right. You're all kind of hurting in the same way. Oh, I flunked this test. Oh, I aced that test, or whatever. Um, and yeah. so there are micro um, differences in school of classes of sports of all this different stuff. But whenever you kind of come out of it, you get to the major life changing all these different things and think, Oh, I don't have a house. Oh, mm-hmm. I will. My friends are all married, but I'm not, or I'm well, they have kids, but I mean, we've been struggling with infertility forever. So it's something's wrong with me. You constantly so, feel behind. That's exactly right. And yeah. it's like, you can never strive for enough. And so in that same way, it's like, man, post-grad can be very scary if you have your hope really resting in things of this world if you're kind of storing up treasures in this world and so in that like if i'm really confident in who god made me if i'm really confident in where i'm at and where he has me even if i don't know the next step (laughs) talked about earlier Mm -hmm. even if i don't know the next step or if i know the 10 steps and i have it all figured out but i still feel inadequate or i still feel whatever like you're not behind and God's leading you in your time. Yeah. And 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 postgrad is a is a navigational challenge maze. <laughs> and there's no one way in and there's no one way out. It's there's a thousand different ways and it's the beauty of life that they're actually after all of it if you don't have a home for your entire life and you rent, that is not the end of the world. <laughs> if you don't have kids, you're that's not, not the end of the world. Yeah. Like if you don't get married, you're not a failure. If you don't have your dream job of being an astronaut, like you're not a failure. If you're not <laughs> if your first job out of college is not directly associated with the degree you just spent four years getting, yeah, you're not a failure. That's literally literally me right now. <laughs> I went and got four year degree and have not touched it at all. But like it was not a waste and you're not a failure. No. And but that's the yeah. beauty of it is that right. you know my my hope and trust lies in God. Um and that's where it has to be. I always mm-hmm. think back to the Israelites leaving Egypt. You know, that's a changing season if if that's ever been one. You're coming out of how many years of slavery? Like 400. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 400 years of slavery. Yeah. Your generation after generation has only known slavery. You do this, you do, like, only that way. And they are led out of Egypt into the Sinai Desert. Not the Sinai Desert. Oh, what desert is that? I don't know what desert it is, but they're in the wilderness. I just think wilderness. Wilderness, yeah. <laughs> they cross the Red Sea in the wilderness, and um, they, they're wondering. And... Mm-hmm. They are solely reliant on God daily for their, the manna that he provides for their food. Mm-hmm. They're being led by a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And it's, they are fully reliant on God. And that is a transitioning season if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Now, it's not that they weren't reliant on God in Egypt because God was providing for food there. God was providing for work there. God was providing all these different things in Egypt. But it's just a different provision that we're having to learn how to trust God and be it's continually being sanctified. So you may have been in school and had so mm-hmm. many friends and had a great community and had never had to worry about all this different stuff. But now that you're going into this different season, yeah, you don't have to worry about school assignments anymore. You don't have to trust God in all these other different areas. But you're also living in a city that you know no one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a different area that you're having to now trust God. And that's the sanctification. That's like, you know what? God is beautiful and he's, he's in, he's in the, in the entirety of our life. Right. If there's a community, he's there. If there's not a community, he's still there. That's so if good. there's food, he's there. If there's not food, he's still there. So we can trust him in it all and we can be confident in it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I would definitely say if I could share what's a lesson learned in your year of graduating since graduating college mm-hmm. it would be my dependency upon the lord and my trust in him has been strengthened mm-hmm. at a capacity that i've never known and i pray that it only continues to yeah. grow in capacity and continues yeah. to grow in dependency because like I again this morning I in Psalm 57 David continues on and he says my heart is confident in God. Yeah. And I can say that at this end of this year and now stepping into a new season of becoming a mom and post grad continuing on I pray that only grows and I pray that only grows for you. My heart is confident in God and also I love this. This is, have you heard? Have you heard the word about Christ? So I want to share the more of the word with you. Um, in Psalm 4, David, he says, God, you have filled me with a greater joy than those who have an abundant harvest of grain and mm. new wine. And coming back to that hyper-awareness of, oh no, like I feel like I'm a failure. I feel like I'm so behind because everybody seems to be where I'm not, but where I should be. Mm-hmm. And David, he so beautifully says, but no, it's not in the abundant harvest of grain and new wine. It's not in having a new home. It's not in having that dream job right off the bat. It's Mm -hmm. not in stepping into a romantic relationship and having a new status or fill in the blank of whatever circumstance you feel like that's where contentment is and that's Mm -hmm. where success lies it's not in that that I'm going to find the contentment my soul longs for. God, mm-hmm. it's in you that I'm filled with greater joy. So like even as you were saying, like right here where your feet are, right now in this month of post-grad, yeah. you can be filled with a greater joy and your heart can be confident in God because you know that he will fulfill his plans for your life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. it's so encouraging and we love you all so much and like i said at the Mm -hmm. beginning i really hope that not only does this episode point you to god's word and by the power of his spirit deepen your dependency upon him strengthen you in joy in the midst of so much new Mm -hmm. but i also hope that you're just really comforted that you're (laughs) not alone like we we get it and we are walking through it but we can testify that walking through it with god is the best way to walk through it. (laughs) So we are really going to miss y'all for the month of July. But like we said, there is a, I mean, stellar lineup coming Mm -hmm. up throughout the whole fall and into the holiday time. The two seasons that we're going to be there are the two topics. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I I will. Or one, or at least one. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Well, now I'm so excited. I'll tell them both. Okay. Okay. So, one of the two series is My Mom is Coming On. Yeah. It's going to be so good. It's She's literally a Q&A with Mama J. A whole series. It's going to be epic. Asking, asking your mom advice. Yeah. It's going to be so much yeah. fun. We're going to hear... Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. We're going to hear a lot of good stuff. And 
And the second series that we're going to be diving into is navigating hard emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be so relatable. I am so expectant for how God is going to use it because we all go through it. So, yep. To make it, you know, we're talking about shame, talking about grief, talking about anxiety, depression, all of it. Yeah. We love y'all so much. And we'll (laughs) see you in August. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.